0: good, Lord. You're merciful. You're good. You're kind. Let's just worship the Lord in this way. Just, Just say right there, just ask the Lord. We trust, Lord, for revelation, Father, fresh revelation of who you are, Lord. We respond this morning. Just say who you are. Just wherever you're standing this morning, just say who the Lord is. Let the heavens declare, let the earth cry out. You are joy, you are joy, you are joy, you are joy. joy of the Lord is a strength. Come on, change joy of the Lord is a strength. The joy of the Lord is a strength. The joy of the Lord is a strength. The joy of the Lord is a strength. Come on, joy, the joy of the Lord is a strength. Change the joy of the Lord is a strength. The joy of the Lord is a strength. Lift your feet. some of you looking at me like, what are we supposed to do? I don't know. But the joy of the Lord is our strength. So we look to Him, amen? If the Holy Spirit puts something on your heart to shout out something, do it. We respond to the goodness of the Lord. There's freedom in this house because the Spirit of the Lord is here, amen? And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is can't hear you. <laughs> so I'll have to say it again. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is. Yeah. Yeah. And the timing is all funny and that's great. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Yeah, we're that one. Where the spirit of the Lord, the Lord is, there is. There is. It's a new song where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Breakthrough. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. If you trust in the Lord for breakthrough this morning, just lift your hand and sing this with us. We'll sing with you. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is healing in the Spirit. There is spirit. Spirit of the Lord is, there is breakthrough. We call it out, we prophesy, we speak it out, we trust for the manifestation Father, We'll break through, Lord. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Just shout it out, that, that freedom. Just shout it out, the breakthrough. Just declare it right now in Jesus' name. It is done, it is finished, it is gonna happen. It is happening right now. Jesus name, we thank you, Lord. 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 Let's just shout out. Just thank you, Lord. Just shout out who God is and what you're thankful for. Come on, there's more, there's more. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. There's more. There's a whole lot of you still inside that's gonna come out, amen? Because there's freedom. There's more, there's more. Not letting this one go. Just shout out who God is. Let's try that this morning. This is a new day. We just declared breakthrough. So we don't look the same anymore. Just make sure if you if you're going back into your car afterwards that you get into the right car, but We don't look the same anymore, amen. Those are just material things. But God is real, God is here, and He's good. And He's the best thing that we could ever have. He's the best thing we could ever need. He's the best thing we could ever desire. So if you want Jesus this morning, then shout it out, just shout out, I want you, Lord. I want you, Jesus. I need you, God. I want you, Lord, in my life, strong and mighty. I still don't know what to do (laughs) but the Holy Spirit does. The Father knows what he's doing. So we just see what the Father is doing and we do that. And I just see his love, I see his love for us. I see his love for our nation. So let's love on let's love on each other, let's love on our nation this morning. the nations of, of the world represented here. Why don't you grab the hand of the person next to you and just intercede for that nation represented next to you? Yes, Lord. There's nothing worth more, just keep interceding, that will ever come close, nothing can compare stood and see of the sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is up. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. Nothing can compare when you're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. You're free to lift your hands. And I've tasted and seen. Of the sweetest of love where our hearts become free and our shame is ours thinking about now, just say, Lord, Your grace upon grace upon grace. The world is becoming so complex and so complicated, but Your grace abounds. Your grace abounds. Grace upon grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. The world may seem like it's spinning out of control, but You are in control, Lord. You are in control and your grace abounds. There's grace, Lord, for every situation. So we call upon your name, Jesus, our sovereign King, our matchless King. Who can compare? Think of every situation, every thought that may be even bugging you this morning. Just sing out these words grace upon grace. The Lord, He just heaps His grace upon grace. Grace upon grace upon grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. Grace upon grace upon grace upon grace, it's your grace that abounds oh Lord Grace upon grace upon grace upon grace, it's your grace that abounds oh Lord Grace upon grace upon grace upon grace upon grace that abound.
1: Good day, everybody. It is, again, such a privilege to be with you and to continue to share with you in our series about saying yes to Jesus and the impact and the effect that that has in our lives. And today we want to talk about saying yes to significance. Significance is a fantastic word that has become very meaningful in our society uh, at the moment. The word significance, some of the dictionary definitions of it is that it means importance or meaning or being worthy of of attention, or as another dictionary put it, the extent to which something matters or has importance. And we use this word to describe events, we use to describe uh, publications or programs or um, just things that happen, historic events, or we use it to describe people and the lives of people, that they can be significant. Today, as we talk about this word saying yes to significance, I want to focus in a little bit more on what it means when we say that people and our lives are significant and that we can be people that live significant lives. There's been a big transition that's taken place over the last number of years, probably decades in our society and in our culture, where there's been a move from people wanting to be successful to wanting to live lives that are significant. Um, we live in a generation and in a time where people have, in in so many places, acquired more possessions, more power, and more positions than they've had in, in many generations before us, if not in any generation. And uh, people set out in life to find success, and they found it. Many people, but yet they still remain empty and looking for something. And it's, and and for many the thing that they've started saying we need more than success is significance, is to have this sense of significance. Therefore, there is a search in many people's lives for significance, which means to have fulfillment, a sense of purpose, and to have an authenticity. It's not a new search, but I think we can agree that it is happening on a broader scale and that our culture is shaped around this search for significance more than in other times we want to feel important we want to feel that our lives have meaning that we are worthy of attention and that we matter and, and there's nothing inherently wrong with wanting to do that we were made by god to matter to have value and be important um but it's how we go about it that i think is the is the trick isn't it it's it's ha- what we do to get that sense of significance and uh if you observe our culture it is Probably easy to come to the conclude. It's quite easy to come to the conclusion today that prominence means significance, um, where significance is talking about being important, have meaning. The word prominence is or close to that, uh, it, but it's the state of being important, famous or noticeable. So when we talk about significance, we're talking far more about actions or things that happen. Um, when we talk about Prominence—we're talking about a state of being—and people want to be important and feel like they're important, like they matter, like they—they—they they, they are noticed—and that's why prominence have become so important in our in our time. And the word prominence can also be sometimes equated with the word fame or to be famous, and probably the best way to go about being famous or getting famous is because you've done significant things. That significance can lead to prominence. But we live in a society now where people, in many cases, want the prominence, but they don't necessarily want to wait till they've achieved something significant or don't want to have to do the hard work of actually doing something significant. They just want to feel like their lives are significant by feeling important, by feeling like, They matter because they have some prominence. And uh, we are living in a society now where there's a culture all around it where people are desperate for prominence, to have the sense of that that they are in a state of importance. And whether that's prominence on a large scale or a smaller scale, it's become something that is so valuable to people. Some people want to have prominence and be known on a broad, wide scale, have lots of people know who you are and be famous. Other people just want to be prominent in their own family and have their own family treat them as important and valuable. And whether it's on a large scale or a big scale, people believe unless they have prominence, they will never be able to be happy. And unless they are seen to be important, they will never be happy. Uh, it makes me think of the uh, of the statement that Napoleon Bonaparte made when years ago, obviously when he was alive, he said that glory is fleeting, but obscurity is forever and uh, it 's almost like our culture nowadays so much of it is built around this thought and the fear that people would have of of, of obscurity. People just hate the idea of ever being obscure of not being seen to be important and valuable. And so it's almost like it's become the mantra of our time is that f- that 15 minutes of fame uh, and prominence is better than a lifetime of obscurity. And people will do seemingly everything or almost anything they can to just not be obscure, but to become prominent. And and that's the whole reason we have reality TV for instance nowadays reality TV is all about gaining prominence uh, without necessarily having to uh in many cases achieve anything of significance um, you you have these shows like you'll you'll remember the the Jerry Springer show for instance where where people would want to come on the show and they would share the most embarrassing stories uh, about themselves and and really not cover themselves in any glory. But at least they were not obscure. At least they had their 15 minutes of, of feeling like their life has importance to it because they had prominence for a period of time. I mean, it's the reason nowadays that with these talent shows that we have on TV, you know, many of them like uh, even singing shows and, you know, people that, Um, You can become famous before you've even recorded a song. You just go on one of these shows and before you've actually done anything significant as an artist, you can already become prominent. Prominence has become the thing that we chase. It's the thing that we think. If we have prominence, that means we must be significant. And we live in a time and in a culture where we have so many tools available to us, don't we? To create a sense of prominence, to create for us a sense of of being important, through social media and uh, you know all the things available to us, where we can self publish and and put forward just you know who we'd like to be, what we would like people to think of us, and um, you know if in 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 our attempts to avoid obscurity and to try and achieve some form of prominence, what we do is. We believe that if you fake it till you make it, you you curate and construct and edit a, very carefully a public image of wh- what you would like to look like and who you'd like to be and how you'd like people to view you, so that you can have importance and prominence and and people will do, you know, the most bizarre things in uh, and and use just the most bizarre activities to gain prominence and it seems to be that that's become the highest good for many that it it doesn't really matter if what you're doing is right or wrong or good or helpful or constructive but as long as it leads to prominence then it must be good it must be right as people are building their brand and people are building their their identity and constructing it online uh, particularly and and more and more it becomes so difficult to connect with real people, to connect with people that what you see is what you get. Because so often they, they don't even really know who they are because they, they are, like I said, faking it to make till they make it. They're building this idea, this identity. Um, and a lot of it happens online, but not just in online spaces. Even in in-person spaces is becoming so difficult to actually know who people really are. Um, because they're all the time trying to put up a front and and I know we all do it to smaller or or bigger degrees um but it seems like nowadays it's become that's what we do it's it's become we don't even hesitate around it anymore we have no moral dilemma around it anymore we don't even uh consider that it's that it that it's dangerous or that it is false to to lie or construct this reality. Um, You know, we, we live in the world of avatars and where you can make yourself who you want to be and make yourself in the image that you feel would be the most accepted and get you the most prominence. The problem with prominence is that it is not significance. It looks like it and it can at first feel like it, but just as chicory is not coffee, Prominence or fame is not significance. You can achieve prominence through living a life of significance, doing significant things. But it is also possible to have prominence without doing anything significant. I have a little bit of experience with prominence, not a lot. Uh, Really not on a a very grand scale, but just, just a little bit and uh, from my experience you know it's wonderful to have that, that that recognition by people it's it's great when you you know when you walk in the street and some person comes up to you that you don't really necessarily know or recognize and they come and say man i i heard you speak here or i heard you say that or i saw you in that space and just oh man it's so wonderful and it's so fantastic and you really helped me, and, and it's so great when you get such positive feedback from people and uh, in the most random places, and and it can really you know give you a lot of positive energy and motivation when that happens. Um, unfortunately, I've also experienced a little bit of the other side of of prominence. Again, not not on a, any big scale or anything. I'm not really prominent very far and wide, but just in my small little space you know, but you also have the occasions where people will come up to you and, and say, I didn't like what you said, or I don't like what you did there. And I, I don't agree with you. And, and I, I I actually have a problem with you. And, you know, I've even had people say, I'm, I'm leaving the church because of you, because I don't like the way you preach or or what you're saying. And, you know, and that's not so great as the other side of the positive affirmation. It's it's not so great when you have that experience and and it doesn't give you such positive energy and um you know i i'm mature enough to to handle that but i'm also human enough to be affected by it you know and and it's it's just is what it is and the challenge with that is that before before you know it you start thinking and making conclusions in your mind and you go how do i get what must i do and how do i behave and what must i say so that i can get more positive affirmation and less negative Uh, feedback and and have less people not liking me and and it can start messing with you and your sort of compass and and what you're wanting to do in life because it's very easy to start developing this you know this editing of yourself and what you believe to be true to fit so that it gives you more positive feedback and less negative feedback Um, and it's not so straightforward always to deal with that it can get a little bit complicated because I also know that my job is to preach the truth to speak the truth of God's word but it helps if people accept me and and in a sense like me as the messenger because then it's easier for them to receive the message so sometimes you start wondering you know should I tell this story Um, because it's going to help people to to understand me better like me more then therefore they can accept the message better and what is my motivation within that? And, and it can become quite tricky in one sense, but in another way, it's not tricky at all because ultimately, as preachers of the gospel, for instance, we understand that we are just the messengers that are there to speak the truth of the word of God. And it's not about us. It's about the message. The messenger really shouldn't have a lot of prominence when it comes to compared to the message. If I think about it, you know, I can preach a great sermon, let's say, on any given Sunday. But ultimately, people must forget me as the messenger or any person that's the messenger. But as long as they can remember the message, our prominence is not all that important. And I think sometimes we we get that a bit mixed up, even when how we relate to our spiritual leaders. I want to use that as an example. We confuse prominence with significance. I think it is correct if we go back to look at the definition of significance that when a preacher preaches the word that we treat it as important that we see the meaning in it that it is worthy of paying attention to it that that we recognize it as something that matters and has importance. I think whenever a person stands up to preach the word of God, we should treat it with a level of significance and, and come to it at least with an attitude of this is something significant. But that doesn't always mean that that thing which is significant or that person that is delivering a significant message must therefore become prominent. And if they only if they're prominent what they're saying is actually significant i think we can get that wrong i think in general we should treat our spiritual leaders as significant but not be too concerned with prominence i do recognize that some ministers and and preachers and leaders and spiritual leaders do significant things and through that they eventually become prominent and and god can use them in prominent ways i'm not against prominence but i'm just trying to say is we don't seek prominence. We seek significance. We seek to do what God asks us to do in any situation. As a, as a leader, as a pastor, as a preacher, I seek to preach the word of God in its full truth as I understand it. I seek to preach it in a way that, that helps people understand it, that makes me connect with the people and the connect people with the scripture. I, I recognize my role as the messenger within that, that has some significance. And I want to... I'd love to say that every time I speak, I say something significant. But, you know, I can spend my whole life doing something significant and absolutely not ever become prominent in it. There's so many wonderful preachers that faithfully serve their people with the word of God, but they'll never become prominent. But they're significant. And I use that as an example, not just around ministers and preachers, but around all of us. Our lives are significant. And we can do significant things. And every now and then that'll lead to some prominence. But that's in God's hands if that's what he desires. We can't put too much effort and too much value in prominence. Our desire is to live a life of significance. John Maxwell said the following, success is about us. Significance is about others. I think prominence is such a big part of success and we can make, and I want to put that in here therefore and say prominence is about us or it's about me. It's about how do I become prominent? How can I get the most followers that I can? And I want to tell you as a as a pastor, pastors don't have followers in the sense, particularly as we use it today, you know, likes and and people that that just prop us up. That's not what we give our lives for. We are shepherds that give our lives for the sheep, that for our for our congregants. We love them. The scripture says we lay down our lives for them. Whether they always recognize the significance of that and the value of that. That it's not really what should determine what any pastor does it's the significance of doing what Jesus said we have to do, which is to love the sheep to feed the sheep, to tend to the lambs to lay down your lives for them, and we do that and it and in ninety nine percent of the cases it leads to no sense of prominence, and we should be completely fine with that as pastors we We don't have to have we're not doing this for adulation and praise we're doing it because we love jesus and we love god's people if that again if that does bring some prominence and that serves god's purpose then great i have no problem with with leaders that become very prominent god makes people prominent i understand that but i know the truly prominent leaders that i know didn't seek it they actually don't like it They just want to do the significant things that God has called them to do. And again, that's not just true of pastors. I want to say that's true of every one of us in every vocation, every place where you are living your life, in your front line. God has made you to do significant things, to live a life of significance. In Matthew 5, verse 14 to 16, Jesus said, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Jesus says your life is noteworthy. Your life matters. Your life is important. Jesus says he wants people to look at you, to notice you, to see that there's significance in your life. That can be a small group of people. That can be one person in a particular context. Or that can be many people. Your life is about the good, but it's the good that you do. It's the good of of your of your deeds that is worthy. Jesus says here of people taking notice of it. So our focus is not on the people taking notice of us. Our focus is on. Doing the good. In fact, Jesus warned us just a little bit later in Matthew 6, verse 1. He said, Be careful. He warned us here. He gives us a warning. He says, In your wanting to do good and to glorify God through the good, just be careful that you do not begin to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward in your father from your father in heaven. He's saying, Man. It's We can so easily just miss this and, and, and get the nuance of it wrong. That yes, God wants us to live good lives that attracts attention, that is compelling, that causes people to sit up and notice and say, wow, look at that person. God wants to give you, can I say, a, a sense of even a little bit of prominence in the eyes of people to say, man, I'm living a good life. But we can so easily get it wrong and just move to look for the prominence and say that if I'm prominent, that means I must be significant. If I'm prominent, then the things in my life that I do must be significant. And we just get it the wrong way around. No, the prominence is a byproduct that absolutely we actually don't worry about. Because otherwise we start doing good so that people will notice it. And so that they will think that we are good. That's the temptation that I, you know we all face. Whenever we do something good and, and somebody comes and says, I saw what you did and it's so wonderful. Then we make the equation in our mind that that must mean I am good. But then the problem is when we do something not so good and we fail in something or we do something that somebody doesn't like and then they come and tell us, then we make the same equation and we say, well, that must mean I'm not good and I'm bad. And you, you know, that puts significant pressure on us. And that's not a, we can't live our lives like that. You see, we know that we were made in God. And because we're made in his image, I am already significant. I want to link this to what I spoke about two weeks ago when we spoke about saying yes to purpose. And now we spoke about how purpose, our purpose is is founded in this first of all the the underlying the first level remember we spoke about the levels of purpose the first level of purpose is to know god is to know that you are made in his image that you are made for purpose on purpose and for a purpose and that that purpose is to know god that's the foundational level that we all have and because of that our lives are significant and can have huge significance. Even the most simple things we do can become significant because we we do them in line with the purpose that we were created with, because we do them, which is about knowing God and then making Him known. That gives significance to our lives. That gives significance to every aspect of our lives, is that we were made to know God in everything in life, and then through every opportunity to make him known that gives such significance to us even to the most basic things in our lives they become significant that's for instance what Paul talks about when he writes in 1 Corinthians 16 verse 19 to 20 this wonderful verse where he said this thought do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you whom you have received from God you are not your own. You're, you were bought at a price, therefore honor God with your bodies. So often people in, in the time of Paul, there was certainly a strong contingent of people like we have today that's that basically devalued the body, that said, what you do with your body doesn't matter particularly in in how you serve God. You can do with your body what you want because God is God of spirit and it's only what you do in your spirit that matters to God. So, So therefore, just do with your body what you want. Your body has no significance in terms of your spirituality. And Paul here comes and corrects that and he says, no, your body matters, has significance in your spirituality. It is significant what you do with your body. It has value. It has importance. It has meaning because your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, like at the time, then you have some people that say, well, okay, then the opposite must be true, that my body is all important and everything about my body is important. And therefore, I must treat my body like like a temple. I must treat it like a, you know, like, like it's like, I must make it wonderful and beautiful and and what I put into my body and what I look like, that becomes absolutely the most important thing in life. And people can apply the scripture in the most weird and wonderful ways. But if we look at the context, what was Paul saying? He He was actually talking to the Corinthians about their sexual behavior and saying that when you use your body in sexual union, Outside of the parameters of God's law and of God's morality, it matters. It is significant. When you sleep with somebody outside of the marriage bed, that is significant. Because your body is not just a body. It is a place where God's spirit dwells and through whom God's spirit moves. He wasn't putting emphasis so much on what we you know, what we use, our, uh, uh, how we treat our bodies and how we look after our bodies. He was putting more emphasis on what we do with our bodies and saying, if you do sexual immorality, you are mistreating your body because your body has significance in the fact that it belongs to God and it is something that was given to you by God to use for his worship, and service. So the significance of your body is how it is used to glorify God through the power of the Holy Spirit. So my body has significance. My body is treated by God as that it matters and what I do with it matters. Romans 8 verse 11. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit that lives within you. He gives life even to that which we may think is not significant. And that's just an example. That's just a a foundational truth that tells us that everything in our life is significant. If what I do with my body is significant to God, then everything I do is significant to God. Every thought I have has significance. Every attitude has significance because my whole being belongs to God. And therefore, I treat everything as significant. When I say yes to Jesus, I'm saying yes to my whole life, my whole being, everything about me being significant. I say yes to recognizing the importance of my life and my actions and what I do and what I stand for and what I think and how I live. I see there's meaning in my life, and I say yes, what I do has meaning, and it carries forth a meaning. It shows something to people. I can make help people get to know who God is through my actions. Therefore, my actions are significant. They matter. What I say to people has meaning, has value because it is significant. It is, I am worthy of the attention because I am a, I'm one that reflects who God is. My life is something that matters. It has significance. And because it has, I can live out significance. So I want to encourage you today, live a life of significance. Don't spend too much energy running after prominence. Don't try and be noticed. Don't try and and be somebody that captivates people's attention. Rather spend your energy on living a life of significance, being a significant person, whether that's in a very small context, Perhaps that's five people that'll experience the significance. Perhaps nobody will even know the significant things that you do. You know, when we pray for somebody, nobody knows that. But how significant is that? That I'm praying for somebody. Many people, most people are never going to be prominent. But they can be significant. And let's treat one another as significant. And let's even value the significance in people, even people that have prominence. Let's not make their prominence the most important thing about them. But let's consider the significance of people. But ultimately, my encouragement to you is live a life of significance. Get to know God and get to make him known as a husband, Know God as a husband and what it means to be a husband, a good husband, as a wife, get to know God as a wife and live Him, get make reveal Him through who He made you as a single person, as a son or a daughter, as a parent, as an employee, as a citizen of this nation, in whatever role you find yourself. Live significantly in that role. Whether others notice it or not. Because you are significant. Thank you for being with me today. Let's end in a word of prayer. And give our our hearts to the Lord today. And say, Lord, help us to live out the significance that you have given us the opportunity to live. Let's pray. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. That you have made us. And that we are significant because of that fact. And and that we have the potential to do significant things because we were made in your image. And so therefore we pray, Lord, come by your Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, strengthen us, empower us to live significant lives by doing significant things whether it's in small context or big context, whether people notice them or people don't notice them, let us seek to be people that significantly changes the world around us because of the power of the Spirit. Help us, Lord, to deal with the temptation to look for importance in being prominent. Help us, Lord, to not... Want to be con- to, or, or to not get confused. And to seek prominence. But help us to seek significance. And I thank you for that Lord. I speak a blessing over every person with me today. Those that feel like their lives have no significance. It may be that others don't see you. But you can still be significant. And I speak the power of the Holy Spirit into those lives. In Jesus' name, and I thank you for that, Lord. Amen. May the Lord bless you. Hope to be with you again soon as we continue with our series. Have a wonderful week.